Welcome everybody to the podcast. This is The Vegan Chapters, helping you turn to the next chapter of your life. This is episode three and you're with Adam and Megan. Hi guys, thanks so much for joining us for episode three. If you like this content and you like veganism in general, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to have you. Today's podcast is about vegans and plant-based eaters. And we're going to be separating the two. Can you truly call yourself a vegan if you eat the food, but don't fully know or support all of the other vegan beliefs? Let's dive into it. So Megan, I want to start off here by asking you, do you know what veganism stands for or what the actual definition of a vegan is? Yeah, like I know that there's an official definition uh, and I can't remember what site I saw it on, but basically what the definition is, is doing everything that is practical um, and possible to reduce harm and suffering to animals. So that, you know, obviously encompasses your diet. So you're not going to be consuming any animal products, whether that be meat or cheese or dairy or eggs, but it also actually expands further into your lifestyle. So for the most part, vegans uh, stay away from honey as well because that um, generally, you know, it exploits the the animals or the, the bees that are producing the honey. Um, we also stay away from animal products such as leather or feather or furs. Um, and then, you know, taking it even a step further, generally we try to buy products um, for, uh, you know, like, like bath and body products and stuff that was not tested on animals and um, does not contain animal ingredients. So, Absolutely. So a wide range of different things to think about when you're, you're calling yourself a vegan, right? Yeah, that's right. It's definitely more of a lifestyle. It's, a, it's an ethical stance against the exploitation of animals. So, um, you know, and then again, uh, just doing everything that's practicable. So, um, yeah, and I know that you had mentioned uh, as practically possible um, can you just d- d- describe if it's possible to be a vegan and still drive a car? Because you may hit bugs and kill them when you're driving, right? right? Yeah. So maybe just describe that to the the listeners as well. For sure, yeah. Honestly, guys, the only way that you can really um, eliminate your effect on the animal kingdom and and you know exploitation of any kind of being is if you weren't around. In our age, in our day and age, the only way to to really eliminate completely your impact on the world around you is to not be here. And that's not an option for me, (laughs) definitely. And I'm sure it's not an option for you. You know, I enjoy my life. I want to stick around. So really, it's just about reducing harm. It's harm reduction is what we're looking at. And um, so that goes as far as, like you said, driving a car. You know, even, you know, a lot of vehicles that you purchase, uh, they usually have animal ingredients in them. So whether it be a leather steering wheel or some kind of component to the engine, there's no real way to really eliminate animal products from your life completely, 100%. Um, the best way to do that is for advocacy and for social change. Right. Yeah, because once society changes and we all realize that exploiting animals isn't right, that's when we're no longer going to be using animal byproducts in, in the, the products that we produce and consume. So I have a question for you. Since we know what the definition of a vegan is and what veganism is all about, what's the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan? So great question. So obviously with a vegetarian diet, uh, you're going to be not eating meat. Right. But vegetarianism also includes other dairy products. So you got your your milk, your cheese, uh, eggs, 
Yeah, ovo-lacto, right? Ovo-lacto-vegetarians? Yeah, that's yeah. what I would call it as well. So yeah. ovo-lacto, ovo meaning, you know, eggs, and lacto meaning anything to do with milk. Right. And um, then some vegetarians are even, they go a step further and they eat fish, and that's pescatarian, right? That's, I think, what the term is as well. So, yeah, yeah there's pescatarian, there's ovo-lacto-vegetarians, and then there's strict vegetarians, which would also be called a vegan, right? Where you eliminate any kind of animal product and just eat the fruits and vegetables, legumes, nuts, grains, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, so, I, you know what, and I think that a hard, a, it's really hard for vegetarians to go to a vegan diet. And from what I've heard from a lot of them is, and from what we've, we've read online and stuff, is it's all about the cheese. It's all about the milk, you know. They, they have this belief that there's no other equivalent to it and they just they couldn't live without cheese. And is it because they're maybe not as informed nutritionally or is it the taste or what do you think it is or combination of both? I, you know what, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think, yeah. uh, some people, they just haven't done their research and you know, like that there's a lot of new things coming out on the market right now mm-hmm. and that we've tried that, right. you know, day of cheese, uh, there's a uh, chow, chow cheese. cheese is really good. Yeah. Well, isn't there another one as well? I think. Oh uh, yeah. There was that other one too. I mean, they're coming out with new ones all the time. Yeah. What was it? It was earth, ba- not earth balance. Earth balance is a margin, but it was, uh, earth something, earth island farms maybe. Yeah, Earth Island. Yeah, yeah so and it, so. it came in like shredded Sikprana pizza. So, yeah, but yeah. a lot of different choices nowadays. But mm-hmm. uh, now you can the, even make your own at home with cashews. Like you can make cashew cheese, which is delicious, you know, and homemade. So absolutely, yeah. yeah. But for the average person, though, I don't think a lot of people like to cook, so they just want to yeah, pick up what's true. off the shelf. Uh, but now that we live in 2019, we can totally just grab. That's true. You know the other thing on the shelf, you know, go to the organic section. Well, and it's interesting too, because I think that when you talk to a lot of vegetarians, generally most of them are vegetarian for ethics, I would say. The majority of vegetarians are vegetarian for ethics. And so I think it could just be maybe a lack of education, uh, you know, not really understanding how cruel dairy industry is or egg industry, because you think about it, it's like a glass of milk, you know, when you look at it, it's not a piece of meat. You can tell that nobody's died for it, right? It's just like a secretion, you know? It's like, oh, well, this thing can still live and give me milk at the same time, so you don't really think any further of it. But then, of course, when you start diving into it, it's like, oh, well, that milk was supposed to be for a baby cow. What do they do with the baby cow? Because they don't want the cow drinking the milk. They want to sell it to you, right? So there's a victim. Plus, you know, the cows are being forcibly impregnated Mm -hmm. and forced to have many children, getting their babies taken away. It's actually, honestly, I think the dairy industry is probably more cruel than the beef industry for sure, just psychologically for the animals, you know. And then, of course, physically, they're going to be slaughtered as well once they stop producing milk, so. Well, and I think the majority of, from what I've read in the statistics, the majority of uh, meat, of the meat industry comes from dairy cows that were spent. Yeah, that's right. The beef industry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like uh, your, your hamburger and like your, I yeah. guess, not as nice cuts of meat or whatever generally come from dairy industry, right? Yeah, like they just, work together. Exactly, yeah. So they yeah. they go part and parcel together. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of different videos you can watch on YouTube. Like I know that there's one I haven't watched myself, but it's called Dairy is Scary. And I know it's advertised quite a bit within yeah. the vegan community. We should watch that. Maybe we uh, should do Mercy that. for Animals has a lot of great YouTube videos too. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you know that vegetarian in your life, that's, you know, still under the impression that drinking milk is a is a victimless uh, uh, act show them that video just yeah. be like hey would you like to watch this five minute video with me it may change your mind you know yeah exactly especially if they're saying they're vegetarian for ethics for sure and then of course as we know uh, the egg industry you know the byproduct of the egg industry is the male chicks 
And those guys yeah. uh, don't meet a very happy end on day one of life. Not they, at all. They're uh, destroyed. So, and that's kind of a nice way of putting it uh, because it's quite disgusting and uh, very difficult to watch what actually happens to them. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're curious, I mean, you can Google it and there's a few YouTube videos. Um, I know Dominion is free to watch on YouTube and that kind of covers all the industries. Um, so if you're just, you know, not sure uh, and you want to see it for yourself, you can do that. And Megan, you yourself, you've made a video too, which uh, kind of recaps it quickly as well. So it's a oh, yeah. five-minute video. Yeah, why vegans don't eat eggs. Why vegans don't eat eggs, right? Yeah, you so. can find it on Megan Carey. Uh, just type Megan Carey into YouTube, YouTube and you can see it. But yeah, but yeah, there's tons of there's tons of videos out there. And so if you have a friend who's vegetarian, or if you're a vegetarian and you're doing it for ethics, maybe just dive a little bit deeper and just um, you know decide if it sits right with you or not. Um, if you're an ethical vegetarian, you may need to to be an ethical vegan if that's if that's the reason you're a mm -hmm. vegetarian. So. Veganism has grown quite a bit in the um, the consciousness, the public consciousness. We've got a lot of celebrities, you know, Beyonce calling herself a vegan. Yeah. You've got uh, um, drummers and we've got actresses and actors all saying that they're vegan, right? Right. But what they really mean, in the, in, for the most part, is that they're plant-based. They eat, you know, just plants and, and a plant-based diet. Something that really comes to mind to me, sorry, really quickly, I know I'm just cutting you off right now, but like Ellen DeGeneres, she was vegan for a long time. Right. And then I remember there was this huge kerfuffle in the vegan community because she launched uh, like a shoe company. Right, yeah, I yeah, remember that. Yeah, and they were leather shoes yep. and people were just like banging their heads against the wall like, what do you mean, Ellen, you're vegan? Why are you have leather shoes? She's no longer vegan, FYI. Um, she had... I watched a comedy thing that she did on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's probably still around. You can probably type it in. Uh -huh. Ellen's new comedy show. Okay. She was veg vegan for a very, very long time. And I think for the most part, ethically so. Maybe she just didn't really put two and two together. Like, some people don't, right? But, but, um, but yeah, she's no longer vegan. I think she still eats egg and uh, some milk every okay. once in a while now. So, uh, maybe it was never for ethics. I don't know, but... So, 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 so can someone like Ellen call herself a vegan? Ah... <sighs> Okay, so we kind of got into this uh, on our last podcast about like, you know, could you ever go back to eating meat and could you ever, you know, go back from being a vegan? For me, I'm calling myself a vegan. I am an ethical vegan. I do not want to exploit animals in any way as far as practical and possible for me. So my impact on this earth, I do not want to hurt an animal. Mm -hmm. Okay, I don't want to use their body parts because it's not mine. I don't want to use it. So... For me personally, I will never go back to using animal products, okay? Mm -hmm. I call myself a vegan. For somebody who has maybe um, understood what, what veganism is, you know, and like, okay, yeah, I'm going to refrain from eating animal products and I'm going to try to, you know, maybe not buy honey. I'm going to try to maybe not, uh, you know, buy leather and stuff like that. And then they go back to consuming those products, not for any medical reason, not for any you know, just because it's easier, which is right. probably the reason, because mm -hmm. it's easier. Um, we get into that too in our uh, first podcast about why it's hard to be vegan, but but yeah, it's it's easier to, to include those kind of things in our day and age, right? I don't know if they were ever really vegan. I think maybe they were using the word vegan, and I think their hearts were in the right place. I know that when people adopt a, a vegan diet, a plant-based diet, they are trying to reduce harm, I'm sure. Right. And right. of course, you know, we're, we're trying to, you know, eat healthy and stuff too, but 
if you go back to eating those animal products again, I just think that maybe you didn't quite fully get it. Right. I don't think you were fully clicked on hmm. to what veganism really is. And I don't think it really changed your heart as much as maybe it could have. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Like, are, can you call yourself a vegan if you go back to eating animal products? I, I don't think you can, personally. I think I think you need to kind of make the connection, right? Make the connection, yeah. It's about, it's in, personally, I think it's about the animals first in the environment. And it's about... It can be about your health. It doesn't always have to be because mm-hmm. you can eat vegan <laughs> yeah. junk foods as well. Yeah. But I think for, first and foremost, it has to be about reducing as much harm as possible, right? And making sure that the animals are, are um, um, a part of that equation. Not exploited. Not exploited, right? So, mm-hmm. and that, that includes all industries, right? So not just uh, um, meat and dairy, but also your your leathers, like you had mentioned earlier and whatnot. So I think that's that's what kind of differentiates you between a plant-based eater and being vegan yeah i think you're right yeah there's a big difference right between the like the ellen and uh beyonce's out there Mm -hmm. to somebody like walking phoenix (laughs) yeah he's consistently advocating for the animals he's he's like the number one narrator for all of those documentaries right like he did earthlings and then of course now dominion um him along with some of the others too like kat von d uh she i think she is um definitely on board with you know not exploiting animals like all of her makeup products and everything that she's created which are awesome by the way right. super nice pigmented colors for her shadows but i digress <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, do you think it would be counterproductive to start calling these people out uh, saying you know like hey you know maybe you shouldn't be calling yourself a vegan maybe you should just call yourself plant-based or reduce vegetarian and then you know, as opposed you know, whenever they're out in public and say no i'm a vegan well sorry you're not hmm in the end, is it going to make a difference for the animals? That's the question that I have to ask yeah. myself. In the end, is the cow going to care uh, if someone calls themselves a vegan or a plant-based eater? Regardless, she's not getting eaten from them, right? She's right. not getting exploited because this person is no longer contributing to animal agriculture. So it doesn't really bother me personally. What bothers me is when someone blames the quote-unquote vegan diet uh, for certain health conditions or certain, you know, things that have gone wrong in their life because there is not a vegan diet. There's a vegan lifestyle and there are many different ways to eat on that lifestyle. Right. So that's just like my two cents about it. I mean, in the end, if an animal's life is being saved, I really don't care what you call yourself. Just don't eat them, you know? Right. What about your thoughts? Like, do you think that it's important that we um, distinguish between veganism and plant-based eating? Well, I think that there's more to it than just like we've kind of been discussing, right? It's if somebody's just a plant-based eater, they're not really aware of all the other things that go along with being a vegan, too, right? So, like the honey, the leather, kind of the general other issues associated with uh, other industries as well. I think. It's good to follow up instead of just calling them out and saying, no, you're not a vegan. Follow up and try to do some outreach with them as well and try to explain to them why these other industries they may not um, understand as well. So So maybe just be like, uh, hey, uh, did you know that a lot of shampoos contain animal ingredients? Or Yeah, and why it's important too, right? And yeah. why the animals uh, test or 
why companies test on animals as opposed to humans and whatnot, right? Right, yeah. So, and showing some video footage maybe or something like that so they kind of understand it better. That's kind of what I would would think as well. Okay, so just uh, trying to advocate to go a step further rather than just only isolating it to your food, but, you know, maybe think about the next pair of shoes you buy. Think about the next um, couch you buy, you know. Well, exactly, yeah. Like if you're eating plant-based, but then you go buy a couch made of leather. Right. I mean, you've just (laughs) indirectly caused the death of like three or four cows, right? (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's kind of a a starting point for sure, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. And then you have to continue on to to embrace all the aspects of veganism as well. To be fair though, I mean, being vegan is not about being perfect at all. No, it's not. But I definitely agree with you in saying that like you can't be vegan and buy leather shoes. It wouldn't be called veganism, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, plant-based eating for sure, for ethics. Sure, like absolutely, you can eat a plant-based diet for ethics. But I don't think you could call it veganism. Yeah, and, and even vegans too are not perfect for the environment as well. I mean, we yeah. sometimes there's um, people go to eat out. Uh, vegans go to eat out at a vegan diner, but they have styrofoam cups and they have right. you know takeout and all these plastic bags and whatnot, which have a toll on the uh, the earth as well, right? Yeah, definitely. So I mean, we're, it's not a perfect thing, but it's at least better than. The alternative, yeah. which is, you know, eating complete animal products. So yeah. you do reduce your greenhouse gases and, and, and pollution, but yeah. it's not a zero-sum game. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that even even reducitarians, so even the Meatless Monday people or the people who are trying to be a little bit more aware and maybe eat less meat animal products, I really don't think that us as vegans should be condemning them for not going all the way. I think that it's still a move in the right direction. It's just some people are not ready for it. And the the thing is, though, is I know they've done studies on it, and I, I wish I knew it offhand, all the information, but I'm, I'm under the impression that, from what I've read once upon a time, that people who decide to do, like, Meatless Mondays or reduce, reducing re- reducing is a very subjective term. Yeah, that's So true. what are you going to reduce by? Right. Oh, I'm going to reduce uh, one meal a month, is it, or is it one meal a week? You don't know when they say they're going to reduce their meat consumption. You don't have no idea how much they're reducing. Right. It may be just an ounce... Uh, Per meal, right? But they're still eating a 12-ounce steak, you know? And it's interesting, and, too, because maybe it kind of gives them a bit of an ethical boost in their mind yep. and causes even more of that cognitive dissidence, right? And so it says, like, oh, well, I'm doing my best. Well, like, greenwash is what they're doing, right? You know, saying that they're... Yeah. they're so then, and they also said that it, they've done studies that people who re- decide to reduce, long-term, they actually go back um, to the original amount that they were eating. Okay. The only proven way to get rid of animal products is to cut it out completely yeah. because you're doing it for a reason that's bigger than um, uh, just uh, health or Personal stuff. Personal preference or it, your, it's your ego. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So you're, you're more committed to it when you finally say, no, enough's enough, cold turkey, right? Interesting. And that's what the studies have proven. I'll, I'll try to look up the the studies and then I'll make sure I link them in somehow. Yeah, we have the description podcast. there. Well, we can yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You bet. Yeah, so um, so we all have places where we work. We, we all have a job, right? We're normal people. Not everybody in your workplace is vegan, Megan. No, <laughs> nobody in my workplace is vegan. Well, my online community, most of, you, my, yeah. most of my friends are vegan, I guess. But <laughs> So how, if, for all the viewers that are listening, or all the listeners, how would you respond to somebody at work who said they were vegan but still ate meat once a month? 
I would ask them if they knew what vegan meant or I would say, well, what does veganism mean to you? Yeah, and then I would yeah. go on to explain my understanding of veganism, which is no animal products, you know, whether it be for your diet or as we discussed for your lifestyle as well. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I definitely would not make them feel ashamed. Yeah. There's no way I would, I would, I would absolutely be like, that is so great. I'm so happy that you're reducing the amount of meat that you're eating. Like that makes such a big difference. Thank you so much for thinking about, you know, our planet, thinking great. about the animals, you know, it's hard to do that. And I'm really proud of you. Like great job. Not everybody can do that. So I'm really glad that you were able to do that. Yeah. But I wouldn't call them a vegan. No, I wouldn't. Is that a conversation you think you could have with a higher up, like a, somebody in, uh, an authoritative position, say your boss or their boss? Huh. Probably not. It depends on the relationship that we had and where the conversation took place. I mean, I'm not going to talk about that in a boardroom, right? And right. Right after our monthly meeting or something. And Well, let's say, for instance, that uh, you were uh, invited to organize a, um, a work social and your boss says to you, okay, I want you to order the 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 burgers and the um, the steaks and the cheese and all that for the barbecue that we're gonna have at this social at work. Yeah, it puts you in an ethical dilemma, right? Because now you used to have to order all of these um, meat-based items. Yeah. And cheese and dairy and animal products. Yeah. Whereas we know for sure that there are, you know, beyond meat burgers or all these things. So you have to decide yourself: Am I a gonna push back and say no? Let's let's make it a vegan meal. Or are you just going to go against the grain and uh, of your own of your own beliefs and and order all the stuff on his behalf? I think I would definitely have a conversation. I'd be like, you know, I I've talked to a few people in the office, and I know that there's a couple people here who you know don't eat meat. Maybe we could consider trying those new Beyond Burgers. Um, of course, budget's going to be an issue, though. I'm just trying to think like realistically here. Beyond Meat is a little bit more expensive. Than well, for your like what four burgers. patties, it's like uh, twelve bucks something like that, or no, it's a little bit more than that. It's twelve dollars for two. For two? Yeah, oh, it's Canadian. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah. $6 a patty versus the meat versions, which are know. like, what, $2 maybe, I'd say? Maybe, I don't even know. So but like a third of the price? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like you're talking about a big corporate event. Like, I think that you could probably get away with convincing them to have a couple, like, vegetarian options, vegan options. Right. I wouldn't lose my job over ordering it because someone else is going to order it anyways for the party you know right yeah but i would definitely use it as an opportunity to maybe plant some seeds and and uh open some thinking to other options you know like maybe I'm... having a whole bunch of corn that we can barbecue in addition instead of hot dogs you know right yeah that's yeah. cheap something right so healthy have hamburgers and some vegan hamburgers and a whole bunch of corn instead of hot dogs on top of it right Maybe there's just hmm. a way to think outside the box. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it's interesting because that's we all live in a world where that is not vegan, but we have to somehow still cooperate eh, within yeah. our workplaces and our social it's gatherings. It's a fine balance. It's even it the is. same thing with families, right? Yeah, I mean, there's always sure. going to be a barbecue. There's always going to be a uh, a birthday party, right? Well, and as we talked about in our previous podcast, it's like the majority of your friends and family who know you are not going to be going vegan because you're vegan. Um, and it's like, do you really want to destroy those relationships because of ethics and morality? I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is to that. Hmm. I haven't. I haven't destroyed my relationships. I've tried to bite my tongue, like literally, I guess. 
(laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'll advocate where I can or whatever. And I try to kind of shrug off different remarks here and there. But, yeah. Yeah. As long as there's something there for me to eat, I'm happy. And I'm hoping to, you know, lead by example. That's the best I can do. Great. So in recent, I think 2019 has been the year of uh, plant-based options. Totally, I yes. think we just recently we've had, you know, the, uh, the Beyond Meat Burger come to multiple fast food restaurants. You know, and Impossible Burger too in Impossible, the States. Impossible, all these things. What do you think is leading to this just rise, this charge in all these vegan options? Like, I think society's finally coming to realize that it's better for our health and it's better for the environment. The environment is a huge factor in this for sure. Yeah. Um, and if you'll notice a lot of the top meat companies are actually starting to invest in research for their own meatless products. Right. So that goes to tell you something right there. Yeah. If Tyson's worried that they're going to miss out on a chunk of change because they don't have a plant-based chicken, that tells you that that times are changing. So, yeah. So, um, honestly, I think it's just, it's a movement and it's moving forward at a more, much more rapid pace than what we've seen in the past. Right. We talked about this before about how back when we first went vegan, vegan by default kind of meant healthy. And nowadays that's just not the case because of so many treats and fast foods and, um, processed foods that all taste amazing Mm -hmm. and are plant-based. Um, honestly, we don't really have another choice. I mean... Obviously, animal agriculture is not the only contributing factor to climate change, and we need to work on the other things as well. Um, but this is something that each and every one of us can do individually to make a difference by saying no to, to animal agriculture. Right. And I think that that's probably um, a really a driving force of, uh, with, with having the plant-based uh, shift. Hmm. What's the next uh, restaurant that you'd like to see go vegan? The next restaurant I want to see go vegan? Hmm. I want all of them to go vegan, obviously. If you wanted one tomorrow, that you're just like, I miss oh. this so much that I, I just want to eat this tomorrow. Okay. But vegan version. Okay. You know what one I really want to go vegan? And it's not because of the taste that I miss. It's McDonald's. Ah. And the reason why is because they are huge. What a massive company, you guys. McDonald's, they're all around the world. Do you know how much death they cause every freaking day? Yeah. How many chickens and cows and pigs all have to die for their freaking food? If they started getting plant-based options, if they struck a deal with Beyond Meat, hallelujah, man. That's a huge win. Yeah. That is a huge win. That's a lot of lives saved. And... You know, I don't know if it's necessarily a, quite a bit more healthy for you or not. I don't think I really don't subscribe to the fact that Beyond Meat burgers are way more healthy than than a beef burger is. I mean, yeah, you save cholesterol, but that's about it. I just, um, I think that that would be the next restaurant that I really, really want to be able to have plant based options. So it's funny because they do have the McVegan uh, in Finland. Yeah, they did. They piloted that, didn't they? They piloted it, and I think it stayed. And I think it actually migrated as well to another one of those uh, uh, countries in that area, the the Nordic-type countries. Really? Yeah, so it's it's on the menu over in Finland and mm. that other country as well, maybe Germany or something like that. That's probably but, not the Beyond Burger, though, I bet. Or I don't think it's a Beyond Burger. I think yeah. it's just one of their own developed uh, pea protein-type uh, okay. burgers. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like as... McDonald's Canada, McDonald's United States, they've uh, failed to 
bring it over as well or even pilot it. Maybe just like logistically they're trying to figure out how to roll it out yeah. properly yeah. so that it works. I mean, they're a huge company, so I imagine there's probably a lot of stuff behind the scenes that they need to go work on, like their advertising, their marketing, trying to figure out um, if there really is that much demand for it. I think that they kind of let A&W take the hit <laughs> um, and pilot out the Beyond Meat Burger first, which obviously, as we know, has been mm -hmm. a sensation. Yeah. Like it's been fantastic. So... So maybe they were just kind of waiting to play it out and see what happens. But I know, I remember reading a news article maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago now. Anyways, right when Beyond Meat first re re uh, first released their Beyond Burger uh, through A&W, and they had uh, said that McDonald's was in talks with different companies um, about the possibility of rolling out mm -hmm. a product similar to that for their menu. Um, and Beyond Meat wouldn't comment if it was with them or not. Oh, okay. But... Um, yeah, they have the supply to be able to meet the demand apparently for McDonald's. So that'll be interesting. I know what the, I wonder if there's any kind of pushback from big agriculture as well. Oh, from probably. all the farmers <laughs> saying, you know, like you're not bringing in vegan meat when we're still here. Probably. Because, uh, you know, that's our livelihood, right? And it would put a lot of farmers out of business. Do you think there may be some kind of in, uh, influence from that uh, side of the table? Definitely. I mean, be the big beef industry and dairy industry is like, oh man. Whenever there's a lot of money involved, there's definitely going to be a lot of pull and a lot of influence on these different mm -hmm. companies that mm -hmm. are actually yeah, purchasing their product, right? But the thing is, is <laughs> the world is changing and it's better that it's changing slowly, at least for them, so that they can try to find, you know, uh, different ways or different means to, to make money. Mm -hmm. I feel for the farmers, I do, because it sucks to be in a dying industry, you right, know? Right, right. I mean, what, what are they going to do? I don't want them to starve. I don't want them to, to go bankrupt. That's horrible. But we still need to do something with for the environment. We still need to not be such a cruel society and enslaving the animals. Like, that's, that's just right. not right. It's not morally right. And we need to change. We're better than that. That's you right. Know? As human beings, we're better than that. We've risen above so many other, so many other social injustices. It's time for this one to be addressed, too. And finally, do you think that the plant-based trend that we're starting to see is finally going to make that final push into people to, to go and adopt a vegan lifestyle. I think that goes back to when we were first talking about why it's hard to be vegan. And one of the main reasons why I personally think it's difficult to be vegan is because you're standing outside of societal norms. Nobody wants to be different. Everybody wants easy streets. You know, like they don't want to have to think about what they're eating. People don't want to have to be like, oh, well, can we eat at this restaurant instead? Because I know I can eat something there. Like it's a pain in the ass, right? Um, so I think that once it really starts catching fire, it's going to go very, very quickly. And a lot of people are going to go plant-based. Um, it's going to be the norm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be weird to hear that someone wants to eat steak. Like people are going to be like, uh, are you sure? Like maybe you can go eat this instead. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you like in 20 years, maybe, or I don't know. I, I think soon anyways, in our, in our lifetime, we'll be able to see a change where the majority of the population is plant-based and they feel good about it. Because it's it's playing to who they really want to be. They want right. to be ethical. Right. And once people start feeling like it's socially acceptable, it's going to be a lot easier to be vegan. And of course, because supply meets demand, the more people who are going vegan or who are going plant-based, um, the companies are going to answer that and they're going to want you to eat at their restaurant and not somebody else's. So they are going to have more options for you. And then all of a sudden, it's just going to become normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a societal norm and it, we won't be weird anymore. <laughs> Only time will tell, I guess, so. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, uh, Megan, for... Uh 
taking the time to talk yeah, to me and uh, it was course. great it's great i love making these podcasts with you if you guys enjoy this podcast please leave us a comment and a rating that really helps us reach more people um be sure to subscribe to the podcast and we will see you in the next one bye guys